This is Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth. And welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it. Discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's two friends just having a good time. So kick back and enjoy. So what's up, man? What'd you do today? Uh, not too much, man. Got called off work today because of rain delay. So uh, just sat around watching TV. It was pretty good, man. You ever check out? Oh, that? oh. you ever check out that uh, HGTV stuff? I imagine Mel probably makes you watch that all the time. No, uh, right now we actually don't have cable, so it's actually been kind of nice. We've just been more like Netflix and chill. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> um, but I got caught. I, I, she actually got me into the show Grey's Anatomy so that's a long yeah that's a long one yes we're on we're on season seven so you know it's it's been uh it's been pretty pretty crazy so fortunately I do not have to deal with commercials which is pretty nice and I can actually sit down and just like binge watch whatever like show we were watching so we started we probably started watching Grey's like three weeks ago and we're already on like season seven so oh that's some serious binging right there yes i mean we probably knock out like four or five six episodes a night yeah like i'm me and myself i'm big into hulu but you still got to watch the commercials there you can like get the ad free ones but you have to pay extra for that and i'm i don't yeah, do that. yeah i tried i tried to do the ad free and it didn't work it was like I subscribed to it and paid the extra money, but then I was still catching commercials. And then they, they were saying that some commercials are just mandatory that have to be played. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but yeah, like ad free should just be ad free. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But, uh, I was, I was driving by the car lot that's here in Hewitt. Cause I, I moved from Waco to Hewitt and I actually saw an ad on one of the billboards for the new Bronco. Dude, what, what do you think about that, man? I think they look pretty cool. The two-door looks cool. I don't know how I feel about the Sport and that four-door one. I So, as like a – I own, own a truck, and my truck has four doors. Um, and just having like four doors, I think it's the way to go <laughs> because – I don't, if you've ever had like a, if you've ever had a baby, you will never ever go back to two doors or the coop or anything where you have to move the seat, place the, the basin, mount the, the baby into it. it it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I don't have to worry about that because I'm a single guy, but I can see where that, that, that that's the that's the case with you. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, but you doing all that running around you do, like one day like you're gonna have a baby. <laughs> so um possibility. Well, I, know. <laughs> I, yeah, you might <laughs> but um yeah, man, I just um I I really think the four door is the way to go. Mel wants one so bad, she definitely is probably gonna get one. <laughs> If she has her, if she has her way, <laughs> but I mean, happy wife, happy life, kind of thing. Right. Uh, but she wants the the black diamond. That's the four door, 
it's got some of the bells and whistles. It's got like some of the different packages on it or whatever, but it's it's a solid ride. It looks like it. I like how they're going back to like the old style too, like the original Bronco, not like the OJ Simpson Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah, no, um I mean I miss the Bronco and I really want to see somebody take one of these Broncos. Because what was the original Bronco two doors or four doors? It was originally two doors, I believe. And, like, I like how they're doing it. Because they, they, my understanding is, like, the new one, they, they're kind of going back to, like, a little bit more utilitarian with all the bells and whistles, though. Where it's, like, you know, the 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 waterproof seating and all that with, like, right. vinyl and... Right, the skid plates, the yeah. toe packages, the four by four, like the suspension. Yeah, I want to see somebody take one of those two door Broncos, yeah, and lit and and put some mean tires on it and just like completely lift it, com- like you know, oh yeah, completely just deck it out, exhaust, <laughs> big old mud tires, like almost make it a monster truck kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's actually what it reminds me of, like, Bigfoot. Yeah. Sunday, but... Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> watch it. Watch the Bronco take Grave Digger. <laughs> <laughs> Grave Digger is coming out of retirement for this one. <laughs> yeah. Be there. I do I do remember those commercials. Like, so I'm o- I'm only 35, but I'm, I think I'm just old enough to remember, like, the, the monster truck rallies. Oh, Sunday, dude. Sunday, Sunday. Be there, square. That shit was great because I remember, like, uh, when I was a kid, they came to the U.S. Bank Arena here in Cincy, and uh, they had Truckosaurus. Truckosaurus, yeah. You know, like breed fire. Yeah, breed fire. Picks up, pick up sedans, just tear them apart. Yes. <laughs> the best part about a monster truck rally is I don't know how, but somehow everyone yells USA, USA. Is like everyone just pumped and hyped. <laughs> I don't. I. I mean, yeah. I think there's beer, women, yep, monster trucks, and fireworks. I mean, I don't know how much more American you can be. Yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, that's, that's the that's the best thing ever. You know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we're gonna go ahead. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after this. All right, guys, welcome back. You're listening in on two beers in a pod. Uh, so going back to what we were talking about, uh, like I said, I'm a truck guy. I love my truck. It actually took me a really long time to get my truck. Oh, yeah. So, I remember that. <laughs> so still have it. It's still up and running. I, for the most part, baby it, except for that. <laughs> I, remember, I know. Except, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Except for that one time we, I was like, hey, let's go check out this fishing hole. And you're like, I think it's a little wet. And I was like, no, it's a truck. It can make it. <laughs> do you. Technically, do it you, didn't make it. We did not have to get towed. <laughs> it made it. <laughs> The yeah, was just uh, too high. <laughs> and remember, like, so okay, so let me tell you this story. So I decide I'm going to take 
Seth down to one of my fishing spots. It's on the Brazos River uh, here in Waco. It's back in the woods. Nobody really knows about it. Yeah. People that fish the area, obviously, they know about it. But it's still not a very populated area. So it was actually like a really good spot. Um, so we go down there and he's like, man, I think it's going to be wet. And I was like, no way. It's a truck. It'll make it. <laughs> so we drive, we drive down there. <laughs> so we drive down there and we get all set up or whatever. And we're doing our fishing and we're packing up and it's gotten a little late. A little, a little dark, not not too bad, but a little bit. And I was like, all right, man, let's load up. Let's go ahead and get out of here. I make that first turn to do like a three-point turn to, to get out. Immediately sink. <laughs> well, luckily, you had a rhino bumper, too. Like, geez, you, you'd mack that one log with it. It's like <laughs> your truck. <laughs> like- I was... I I think I I think at that point I had my truck maybe six months. Yeah, you just got maybe maybe six months, and so yes, once I hit that log, my heart like skipped a beat. I was like, "There's no, there's no coming back from that." Like if I if I damaged my tailgate, like it's over. Like there's no way I'm replacing that. <laughs> I don't have the money for that. Uh, so yeah, I actually have a Rhino bumper. It's completely steel. And that's because the previous owner, he got rear-ended and completely smashed his whole backside of his truck. So he put that um, that steel bumper on there. I just thought you were foreseeing this fishing trip in the future. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, you Seth. You know, shit, something's going to happen, you know? <laughs> Right, right. You know, actually, that's a good point, and I should have, I should have thought about that. I would have like definitely set up like roadside assistance <laughs> in like beforehand. Um, but no, so we get out of the we get out of the slump. We're coming up the hill, and I decide that I'm gonna go to the left because of the fact that the ruts on the right were really deep. Obviously there was ruts on the right because nobody would go left because you weren't supposed to go left. <laughs> Cause there was like, there was like a mud ditch right there. You just, you just got <laughs> sunk. Yeah. So I immediately sink in, immediately sink in. And I go, Seth, we're not going to make it out. We're going to have to get towed. And Seth was like, I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I have an idea. Now, whenever I say that I have an idea, it's usually not a good idea. It's like, it's like, gun it. It's like, I'll be on the back, jumping up and down, trying to get his traction. Yes. So, if here's a t- here's a tip: if you are ever stuck, you can actually put someone in the back, and it adds weight and it gives you a little bit more traction. So we decide we're going to do that. I punch it and Seth wasn't ready. Seth was not like holding I was, on. I was still jumping up and down, helping you get traction. And all of a sudden, like you, you made it first rock. I like end up in the bed <laughs> of the truck. Like I I'm thought, hanging on the back of the tailgate, flipped over in the bed <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I thought, I thought, it, I thought I like killed you. 
I was like, I'm gonna have to leave him here. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to leave him here, and uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to Seth Davis. It's like, oh, Who? come on, Big Sarge. <laughs> who's Who's Seth Davis? Oh man, that's good times. Yeah, no. So I saw that uh, you've actually been doing a lot of fishing yourself. What's What's that been like? What? Uh, Tell me so tell tell me like about the like tell us about the like areas that you've that you've been like hitting up lakes and stuff like that. Well, I, I'm pretty lucky right now. I, I'm living in uh like right next to a lake right now in Hidden Valley and they uh they keep it pretty well stocked, but right now it's the, the crop you're biting. I tell you what, they're starting to get more inshore, so it's like you can fish off the bank right now for crappie because they're starting to get into their nesting thing. But yeah, but uh, other than crappies, so, like I went up to Lake Erie the uh, was it two two weeks ago. I think two or three weeks ago when I was texting you, I sent you those pictures where I caught two yes. two walleye at the same time. Yes, that was insane. Um, what? So, do you normally just fish for like crappie? Yeah, I'll be honest. Usually, I'm too lazy to fish for anything else. Because it's like, yeah, a, a lot of other things you, you kind of have to get real into. You have to get pretty creative with the jiggers and the and the spinners and everything. But with crappie, you you literally you put the red worm on the hook and they are biting. They are, nice. They're just nice. right there. But uh, yeah, they're good panfish. I tell you what, you, you can catch one in the morning, fillet it, and have it for breakfast. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I I just recently got into crappie fishing probably like last year. Mostly I'm a bass fisherman. Um, but he, here in Waco, the the problem so the problem with Waco is the fishing here is good. Uh it it is good fishing. Yeah. And it's good fishing off the bank, but you have to be you have to be out like either really early in the day or even during the, like later in the year, the fishing goes bonkers because there are so many places to fish on the bank, but all the bank fishing places that are available are really accessible. So they're overfished. Okay. So if you don't have a boat, I would say that you're not really going to have a super good time. Now there are still like two spots that I've, that I go to on a regular basis and I don't always catch something, but I at least get hits. Now that's, that's, I'm not going to say that's like good enough, but at the same time too, that's good enough for me to have a good time. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't have to be having like a fish on, two seconds i mean that i've had that happen it's awesome right. you put you know you put your bait in the water as soon as it hits the water as soon as it settles boom fish on right i mean that's that's a great experience but the reason why i like bass fishing is because of the fact of like the technique i mean the presentation how fast they want it how low they want it there's a lot of science that goes into it it's yes yeah there there really is I mean, I might be overthinking it, but I've been pretty successful. So, you yeah. know, I'd like to think that I have a good grasp on it. Well, it's like 
remember like when we were fishing during our lunch breaks at Fort Hood? And yes. we didn't catch a thing. Nothing. I don't think there's fish. I, I don't think there's fish in there. I swear, I don't think there is either. Like, I remember, speaking of getting your truck stuck, that one time when uh, we had to get pulled out by that Jeep, I think you and <laughs> Freddie were there. And then, uh, <laughs> you forgot the, about that, did you? <laughs> Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, the pains of having a two-wheel drive truck, but thinking that you can go anywhere because you have a truck. Uh, awesome. Awesome time. Yeah, that was that was good time. Uh, we – yeah, that was a good spot, but, like, fun yeah. to get out there and put your – yeah. Put your pole in the water, but that's about it. Yeah, it looks very scenic, but you're not gonna catch nothing. Uh-uh. I don't. I don't even think we got a bite at that spot. No, I think that there was. Yeah, there's there was three three lakes, or ponds, if you will, and every single one of them was. They're trash. My God, trash, one hundred percent trash. I mean, I even was able to get on a like a canoe if you will mm-hmm. or some kind of like paddle boat on two of those okay. out of that three and, and still nothing i mean i've i've fished the whole thing yeah in the reeds by the trees everything and not even a single bite so like i think the only thing i've ever got close to catching anything on hood was uh what was that lake called bolera or whatever uh they had yeah. out there like that because uh, we went there that one day to fish because they had that floating cabin pretty much and you fish off it where they had the lights hang. Yeah. I, oh, you're talking about um, Stillhouse. Yeah. Now, I have caught some fish on uh, Stillhouse, yeah. but that's like, that's an actual lake. I mean, it's man-made or whatever, but it's an actual lake. They you know, don't really mess with the fish population too much. These other ones that we were talking about were stock ponds, and I use the word stock very loosely. Yeah, but still, the one at the lake, the only thing I ever caught was a buzz, and, like, I only got, almost caught a gator gar that one time. (laughs) You know, I hear that gar are really good uh, eating if you you do it right, so that could that that would that could be fun. That could be fun. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. Hey, guys. Welcome back. This is Two Beards in a Pod with Seth and Chase. Uh, we're gonna switch topics right here now. We were just talking about some fishing. Now we're switching gears and talking about some beards. Getting to the whole point of uh, you know, two beards in a pod. Now, <laughs> yes speaking yes of two beards you know chase i'm watching you here on facetime and uh i gotta say uh, you, got, you got yourself a pretty good one going on right there looking pretty <laughs> yeah, <majestic>. so, <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you a lot of hard work um i will say i will say the first thing that i learned i mean right out the gate about beards is it's more than just putting the razor down yeah. Uh, you. I mean, I <laughs> comb and brush two times a day. Uh, I I use beard oils. I use balms. I use washes, 
like beard washes that have no like a lot of chemicals, you know, completely fragrance free stuff like that. So how how would you say like your adventure of growing a beard cuz you are relatively new to the game. Have you like tried any products out there that you've come across or are you well, completely still like other than shampooing it but like the shampoo i've been using is pretty good because i use that uh you ever hear that tea tree stuff they, they always like yeah. push it anytime i'm in sports clips yes that worked pretty good but the problem i always run into having is like whenever i grow a beard i like at the beginning stages i always end up breaking out like a little bit you know I okay. think a lot of people probably have that problem, but, uh, yeah. So I, for me, cause you know, razor rash or, you know, shave bumps or whatever you want to call it. I feel like are a problem yeah. regardless of who you are and what I come to find out for me was I just switched my soap. I switched to a more sensitive skin kind of soap. And a lot, and to be honest with you, I let my wife uh, pick at my skin. I mean, because a lot of those bumps are ingrown hairs. And, uh, and people don't realize, like, I didn't realize it until my wife was like, let me see your neck. And I was like, no. She was like, I was like, it's just a pimple. And she was like, no, that's an ingrown hair. I was like, how do you know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you know? She was like, I just know. Just trust me. Because she does work in like a medical field. So I'm sure she's seen, you know, her fair share of like ingrown hairs and things yeah. of that nature. And sure as the day is long, man. Uh, she went in there with some tweezers, opened it up a little bit, pulled the hairs out. She was like, okay, wash it leave it alone ever since then i haven't had any problems now i will get the bumps every now and then but i immediately attack them with tweezers getting those ingrown hairs out so i would say if you're getting bumps and they are not producing like any kind of head to them right and i would say most likely you have you know, ingrown hairs and you need to, you know, address, address it that accordingly. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to do that. Cause like, I, I had no idea what was going on. Like, cause like once it grows out, it's fine. Right. I just right. got that big and, red bushy beard. <laughs> so I, you know, I think too, um, you know, I've only, so I've only been growing mine since December of 2019 so only about what six months december january february march april yeah. may june july seven months so seven months i've only been growing my, my beard for seven months and that seems like a long time but in the beard game i am a baby uh there's some guys that have been growing their beard for 10 years like oh, yeah. without without cutting it at all like those now, Duck Dynasty guys, those are yeah, those are beautiful. and see, yeah, I don't want to get into that. Like, I don't want to go that that far. It's I don't think it's for everyone to do. You know, the Duck Dynasty long, long beard or whatever. Yeah. Um. But 
it really to like kind of briefly touch on that it's all about like your face shape so we can get into that like next time but for now i say we just kind of focus on uh just growing yeah grow like i I tell you what like i'm I'm always starting and stopping beards because like well for me like you you know know how it was like for a while it's like you get a a nice two weeks off of work yes just let that let it grow but yeah yeah for sure and like whenever we were on leave that's how that's how like i did it but it was always never long enough to really even say i you know how to beard yeah now awkward we stage did, beard you know it's like the beginning beard <laughs> so and i would say that too like i would like to talk about that a little bit so if you are deciding that you are wanting to grow a beard you have to be patient um a lot of people's beards come in patchy a lot of people's beards come in different colors but what you have to realize that you are going to be like your own worst critic. Uh, that was something that I had to learn pretty much right off the rip was the things that you see wrong with your beard. Nobody sees, nobody sees like you guys, like you, uh, my friend Casey and my friend Trosper, he was like, man, you have a majestic beard. And I was like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, a lot of hard like a, work. Looks like a damn lion's mane, you know? It's like <laughs> like Lion King over there. <laughs> Simba, one day all this will be yours. Um, no, but, you know, the thing about that is, is like what, what y'all see is a majestic beard. What I see are like loose ends and hairs that are continuously out of place and hairs that need to be completely like removed and, and cut off because of the fact that, you know, I don't want stragglers, you know, because we all want. Oh, yeah. Like pristine beards. Yes. We all want to have that, like, Grizzly Adams beard. Uh, the Grizzly Adams, that's a hell of a beard, you know? <laughs> yeah, like beard, beard goals. Beard goals, for sure. No, but, uh, like star I said, status. you say what? As like, star status, like, you know, Sean Connery beard or whatever. Yes, Sean Connery. That is a hell of a beard. Yeah, that he, is a hell of a beard. He's on point with his beard. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing about it is, so, you know, and I'll talk about that is, so just to like recap really is one, you're your own worst critic, two, be patient, and three, having the right products, even from the beginning. Uh, good soap, good razors to like stay edged up, stuff that, you know, you are going to have fun using and that aren't like breaking, you know, your budget. Right. So, yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have today. Uh, tune in next time to Two Beers in a Pod, and yeah. we'll be seeing you. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty. Thank you.